Welcome to hashtag questions. Welcome to hashtag questions. Welcome to hashtag questions. My name is Trey. My name is Brandon. Um, a couple things right off the bat. Um, we're not doctors. We're not lawyers, CPAs, or tax attorneys. Kind of getting tired of saying this, but uh, it's kind of our disclaimer. We don't practice medicine. Uh, we're not residents, RAs, uh, and we weren't in scrubs as much as I've always wished we were JD and Turk. No, there is no guy love here. So everything that we say, just take it with a big old grain of salt. Like the band and fictional character from Willy Wonka, Veruca Salt. Like that uh, fancy truffle salt. Like. We may be a little rich for some people's palates, but we're good for you. Taste it. Take it. Enjoy it. Everything that we say, you should probably take with a big, throbbing, veiny grain of salt. Wow, that was disturbing. Uh, Yeah, it threw me off. Um, Wow, I have no salt thing. Today's salt shakeup. Just go ahead and take it with a big old grain of salt. Which for today's episode stands for your state and local taxes. Make sure to pay them. Or don't. Like I said, I'm not your attorney. So a little bit about us. Uh, we usually kind of give you the primer, but um, somebody on Twitter today. Stupid word. We are uh, a podcast. If you didn't know, um, we answer questions on Twitter that nobody asked us. So we're like a surprise information. Gotcha. Uh, we've got a hashtag. Hashtag question make question face. Question make question face. Get your face on some questions. Get your face or voice or words or beliefs on some questions hashtag question make question face get your face on some questions uh and don't forget to use hashtag question make question face get your face or your body in some cats <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck hey trey yeah brandon do you remember a long, long time ago when our podcast was also oh new? We did a very risky episode. Not safe for work was the topic. We were going to talk about the clothes, but you said, fuck it. Safe for work episode. Yeah, remember that? I, I remember that. Um, I remember it was like February or something, and it was cold, and we were going to answer questions about one of the award shows. Uh, but all of the questions were about a uh, Mr. Harvey Weinstein, and we decided to make the smart PR move and uh, start talking about sex baby let's talk mm. about you and me let's talk about all the money you know <laughs> i think that's actually our worst choice talking about yeah. sex after all of that probably huh. but we did it again we did it again because it just so happens that you sick fucks like listening to not safe for work content which leads us into our first question from our first fan of the week super fan super fan you know what i'm realizing i think she is the one and only fan of the week and like she's probably 
the one and only person who's listened to every episode, maybe we should start having fans of the week every week. Yeah, I mean, they gotta earn it. Yeah. What is that? Zan did something? What did she... I think she She, she followed to us. us. She what? She what? Yeah, followed us on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just think she she spoke to us and she did speak to us. She gave us the time of day. Much like a twelve year old boy, you hear a girl talk to you and you get weird okay, feelings whatever. in your pants. What? 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 So this was episode nine, the not safe for worker episode. Get your D NRV Day special. We aired it on February twelfth. Uh, a little girl. Not should I call her a little girl? Girl. No, I think she's a grown ass woman. She's a grown ass woman. I was I was trying to be cutesy. Uh, grown ass woman. Uh, happen to ask the question: Does hoping uh, some dude has a micro penis so that your bestie won't fall in love and move 140 miles away make you a bad person? Hashtag asking for a friend. I remember listening to this episode not to toot our own horns and actually like laughing out loud for the first time out of any of the episodes we listened to so i was kind of proud of the way we handled this it only took you nine episodes i know to, uh, get on board well we coined the term micropeni that episode i think that's just bad english but okay i mean what do you call uh, do you, what do you call a gaggle of micro penises? <laughs> I don't know. A Friday night meeting at your house? Boom. My drop. I dare you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Zan stuck with us through thick and thin. Through terrible t-shirts and terrible jokes. Mostly so, jokes. Most the t-shirts were on point. It's Yes. Yes, they were. Uh, let's get into what her... Oh, by the way, we happened to call her best friend Exotica because we didn't know her name. You did that. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, no. You take <clears throat> all that credit. And we've got so much influence that she, Zan actually changed... Her real friend's name to Exotica in her cell phone, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's you know, that's progress. That's the extent of our power. No contact in your phone is safe. All right, let's listen to hear what uh, Zan and Exotica had to say. Hey, this is Zandretha here with Exotica. Hey. And I tweeted, does hoping some dude has a micropenis so your bestie won't fall in love and move 140 miles away make you a bad person? Hashtag asking for a friend. She wasn't asking for a friend. She was asking for herself (laughs) and blowing it out of fucking proportion. (laughs) She wasn't actually dating this guy. She was just talking to him. And I'm the FBI friend, so she sent me his info just in case something crazy happened while she went and visited him to go hiking. And she didn't hear from me for two hours, and then she would know maybe where I was if I got murdered. (laughs) So, that was the story behind the whole fucking tweet. (laughs) But now she's doing it again, but with Hawaii. So, yes. (laughs) 
So, I mean, no, like, I mean, if you, <laughs> if you were maybe moving 140 miles away to, like, hang out with some guy, I would be sad, too. And I would probably hope you had a micro penis, and I'm pretty sure I'm not a bad person, so I wouldn't be mad at you. Thank you. Yes, but I'm happy you're married, and I get to do all the crazy shit. Yes, I live vicariously through you. Yeah. And you're finding out if men have micro penises or not. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, like, the, I mean, I guess the, like, conclusion to the story, like, he didn't have a micropenis, <laughs> but it was, like, it was really good sex, <laughs> but I mean, we were both kind of in love with other people, but we just fucked each other just because, and it was so cool. So, no big deal. Yeah. It's okay. So, I'm not moving 140 miles away. Thank goodness. Don't worry, everybody. I'm still friends with... Zandretha. Whatever she fucking calls herself on fucking Zandretha, Twitter. bitch. Okay, that. But now we have to worry about Hawaii, so that's a new thing. Yeah, I'm hoping that works <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why. This is fucking why. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I make you drink. <laughs> so you can deal with my fucking ass. <laughs> Well, there you have it, guys, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, hoping somebody has a micropenis doesn't make you a bad person. Like, if you really love somebody, like me and AJ do, and everyone thinks we're lesbians, we hang out together <laughs> even though we're not, and she has a husband, and I really like dick. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make you a bad person. It just means you care for somebody and you love them. <laughs> and in today's world, that's all you could ask for. So, you know, like... Hope your best friends don't, like, fall in love with somebody and move away. Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zan. <gasps> Good job. Good job to both of you. Uh, this next uh, contribution via a listener comes from a recent episode, uh, episode 22, which aired on May 13th. I want a bachelor all night and party every day. We recorded this leading up to Brandon's wild and crazy bachelor party. I'm surprised we're still friends, man. Oh, I haven't forgotten. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. BJ Mendelson at BJ Mendelson had uh, the question for us. This was actually a user submitted or listener submitted question. No, going users. Users. We peddle our voices as drugs. They they use our they voices. They consume it. They're addicted. Oh. They can't get enough. It's a, it's an epidemic. It's a hashtag epidemic of laughter. <laughs> And probably opioids. <laughs> All right, at MC Question Face, here's my question for this week's show: Is it okay for the bride or groom to sleep with a stripper at their bachelorette slash bachelor's party? Uh, hashtag Question Mick Question Face. We typically have our significant others listen to our episodes, but I think this one happened to conveniently get lost. Um, what do you take of BJ's question? I think it's a very brave question. Because, I mean, you can't get in trouble unless you ask or they find out. So, uh, way to be brave. I mean, what's the saying? You don't ask for permission, you ask for forgiveness? It's, 
you don't ask for permission you beg for forgiveness okay um i'll have you know everybody who's listening brandon i kept an eye on him he chose not to sleep with the stripper so you know good on you man hey i'm anti-t-pain i do not love them all right bj let's hear uh why'd you ask us this difficult question hey guys this is bj mendelson my question for you is pretty straightforward can the bride or groom sleep with the stripper at their bachelor or bachelorette party i think they can i don't see them any real problem with that because you're not married yet and really if you're in a relationship you, you've probably already had this discussion of other people you can sleep with so uh I, I i think it's okay but i know that's a little controversial so what do you guys think bj we respect your style man we're just gonna go ahead and live vicariously through you uh go ahead and Send us a snap next time you have an adventure like that. He probably slept with us, stripper. I, oh, I guess I'd imagine so. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Our third interaction comes from uh, at You Have Betrayed. This was uh, episode 16. Get your face on our relationships. You remember that episode? That's- it was the day after April Fool's Day. It was. It was. Um, that's when we kind of bear our uh, personal lives to our listeners. Um, we did. There was a level of uh, intimacy int- that was not there before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the question? What did she ask? It was her. It was uh, her name's Christine. Right. That. Christine asked about online dating. She said, uh, "Online dating is rough." Do I message first? Do I message at all? How do you keep a conversation going with somewhat limited interpersonal skills? Hashtag dating, hashtag dating app. All very straightforward questions. I don't know why you're laughing at Christine. I'm not laughing at her. I'm just thinking, this is how I got to the point where I met my wife. So, yeah, you know, this one hits deep. Did you guys meet online? We met online. Was it Tinder? I don't know. It was not Tinder. It was not Tinder. No. Okay. I know we met on Grindr, so. We did not. Um, Straightforward questions, and she's got a story to tell. I think you guys like this. Some solid advice that if I were still single, I would follow it. Uh, What do you think about what she has to say? I think it's uh, quite insightful. I'm not sure people is a verb. Oh, yeah, you didn't like that. But, you know, do you? She peoples, man. Just like you like you adults. Well, yeah, I human all the time. We had a fucking episode called adulting. Hashtag adulting. So we, mm-hmm. we've got really very little room to talk. Oh, no. I can see all of this from my high horse. You are very high right now. Oh, and also another critique of Christine. By the way bt dubs uh not to you know no spoiler alert alert here but uh she finds herself in a love triangle and brandon doesn't think that's how you triangle either also not a verb all right here we go so i have a few questions about online dating i've recently started online dating so i'm not the best at it but i have learned a few things but i still have like questions like i'm like how do i even what 
it's just so weird. Like normally in the good old days, you would meet someone nice in public, like at the movies or a sock hop, and you would go out on dates with them and then you would get married and probably divorced with a divorce rate in America. But you know, you'd be happy for a while. So the first question I have about online dating is, do I message at all? See, this has gotten me into trouble before because I have messaged people based on their appearances and I've gotten to know them and they have been the most annoying, grating people I've ever met in my life. Like I've been on some bad dates because I didn't read profiles. So now my new rule is to always read profiles. Now the next question, do I message first? Now this is a big one for me. Because I still struggle with like, oh, should I message them? What if they don't like me? What if they don't respond? But my new take on it is just go for it, you know, message them. Because the problem at first with online dating is you'll like a ton of people, but you won't get a lot of responses or messages, which is, it doesn't feel nice. Like it feels terrible. So I always message first. But you have to be careful with that because one time... I messaged too many people first, and I ended up in a bisexual love triangle, which was rough, let me tell you. I had to choose between two different people, and it worked out okay, and no one got hurt, but I texted one of my friends, I was like, man, I'm in this love triangle, and I do not know what to do. She gave me shit for it, of course, because she was like, how the fuck did you even, but whatever. Now, the next question is, how do I keep a conversation going with my somewhat limited interpersonal skills? Now, this is a struggle for me. Because I used to work in retail, and I can people. I can people very well. I just don't like peopling. Like, it's hard. People can be assholes. They can be rude. I hate when guys on dating apps make sexually suggestive comments all the time. It's just like, which, number one, why do guys think that's a good idea in the current political climate? Like, no. No, Know what to say and what not to say, bitch. But yeah, one of the things that I've done to keep conversations going is I, I found that I was messaging people And it would peter out after like four or five messages and we would never talk again, which was a bummer. So I was like, what can I do to make my conversation skills better? So instead of using Google, I was like, no, I'm going to do this the old-fashioned way. I'm going to come up with an idea and I'm going to use that. So what I did was I started asking people, depending on what mood I was in, I would ask them this question. What song do I need to listen to to really understand you? Not what your all-time favorite song is. What do I need to listen to to understand you? And I got some great responses with that and some great conversations. Or I'll ask people, like, movies or books, I'll ask them, what types of characters do you tend to root for in movies or in books or both? Like, what? Because I think you really get to know people based on what kind of characters they like, which can be tricky because if you're like me, you always root for the total raging psychos because they're fun, but... I always tell people that and I like laugh and I'm like, but I'm not really that crazy, you know. I usually do the LOL with a smiley emoji. It's not really that funny, but I think it downplays people and they're like, oh, she's not that weird. It's just the way she is. But yeah, so I always ask people that question and I get a lot of responses from it. And we usually get into some pretty deep conversations. Another thing I struggle with on online dating is how much information to give out. Because you don't want to get, like, stalked and murdered. That's just not a good thing. It's not a happy day. No one wants to deal with that. So I always try to give a little information, but not too much. 
And I've gotten a few guys who ask very specific questions about where I live. And I just say, I don't feel comfortable with that. And sometimes they get mad. And if they get mad, I don't date them. Because it's like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to tell you exactly where I live. That's bullshit. But yeah, that's what I do. Thanks, Christine. Um, still not sure that people's a verb, but what do I know? I'm just going to go person down the street right now. It uh, it kind of sounds like you guys have some things to work out. Maybe, maybe we should get together and figure that out. Peace summit, thirty eighth parallel. Me, you, Trump on. Yes, peace summit, twenty eighteen. So, this next contribution is what I'll call it. I, I can't say enough good things about this guy. If you think Superfan, like you think of Zan, Zantretha, and Exotica, well, this guy takes super fandom to super defucking duper levels. You check out his Twitter page, and I swear to you, your ears will never be bored again. He listens and promotes every single podcast he can possibly find. He uh, puts the cereal in Serial Listener. That's good, man. Did you just write that yourself? I did. That's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, that said, though, um, we were a little bit uh, uh, scared by the question that he had for uh, for us and the corresponding audio. Uh, episode 18 uh, aired on April 15th, right around tax time. And so we did an episode for the man, for Uncle Sam. It's not the tax man, it's the facts man. And uh, so he asked us, hashtag question McQuestion face. So, hey, quick, quick, quick tax question. Could I claim the pit in the basement where I keep my prison, sorry, guests as a home office area? Hypothetically, yeah, uh, asking for a friend. Oh, Chad. Uh, it's Chad at Chad Fackler One. By the way, man. Um. Uh, yeah. This one was. It was. It was serious. It was serious. It was tough. Tough. Tough to get deep. through. Yeah. All right. Before we hear uh, Chad's question, we wanted to put on a little theater for you. So presenting hashtag questions, a night at the theater. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. Please, mister, let me go. My family will give you anything you want. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Okay, okay. Now it places the lotion in the basket. Please! I want to see my mom! Please! Put the fucking lotion in the basket! And scene. Straight from the set of Silence of the Lambs, here's Chad. So great podcast, guys. I wanted to call and say thanks for taking my question. I'm glad you took the time to answer at least some of it. I took your advice and continued to look up information on the topic of basement 
home office apartment area. So I found out that depending on how long my victim, I guess, are staying with me, I may be able to actually claim them as dependents as I would be responsible for their well-being and care while they're living <clears throat> with me, while they're living with me. I can also claim the work area as a business expense. And yes, you were correct. I can claim the internet access to stream the sounds, uh, I'm sorry, the music for them to listen to. I was also able to claim the contractor's fees, the ones for putting in the soundproofing, you know, <laughs> funny story. He asked if I was a musician or something, and well, you know, yeah, something. As well as the plumbing work that had to be put in to add floor drainage. It's much easier for cleanup. I should be able to also claim the supplies that I use, such as the rope and handcuffs, lotion, baskets, chloroform, and such. Did you know Amazon carries all of these supplies? Crazy, right? I can get it all delivered right to my door in smiley little boxes. I even found a pattern for the new suit that I'm collecting all this raw material for. My next task will be to check into what extra type of insurance I may need, such as, you know, liability in case anyone gets injured. You are correct also. The government will get you with the little details. Just ask Al Capone about that. You're better off with the big details, being truthful about those. Anyways, I just wanted to say that you guys are always welcome to visit anytime you're in the neighborhood. Assuming you have your affairs in order and can't be having any loose ends. Until then, have a great day and remember, always use the lotion. So, Chad, yeah, um, we'll drop you a line, man. Next time we're in town, Brandon, you want to go hang out with Chad? I, I do not think I will be paying Chad a visit. Why? You going to be brushing your hair? Yes. Oh, is that, is that why you can never do anything with me? Yes, and you're a little uh, tad bit abrasive. Well, man, I'm sad. I'm sad and lonely. Okay, I'm just gonna like totally scoot towards the door because I want to, not for any other reason. So before I either die or something bad happens, here's our last question. Uh, this one's from Jordan. This was our working nine to five episode aired on April 9th. Uh, her Twitter name is Traveling Poet. Wait, how does that song go? Because every time we talk about working nine to five, you sing it. And I, I, I don't even know what song that is. It's by Dolly Parton. It's from the movie Working Nine to Five. It goes, Working nine to five, something, 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 bum, bum. It sounds like a terrible, terrible movie. I'm pretty sure it made bank. Well, 
pretty sure it was her boobs. It was the 80s. It was the 80s and her boobs. Or her acting skills. Or that. Well, all right, what was the question? Uh, a traveling poet asks, is nonstop farting a viable excuse to leave work? Asking for a friend. Hashtag. I remember- But it wasn't a friend. What's that? No. It wasn't a friend, was it? No, it was not a friend. It was It was not a friend. Jordan was, Jordan was asking for herself. Um, she had the bubble guts. She did. And I remember when we uh, we aired there or we recorded this episode, we established that Brandon only takes home court advantage when it comes to comes to the poops. Is that still still the case? Yeah, I've had to poop for the last forty five minutes of the show and just squeezing them tight so I can get home and let it loose. That's the dogs of war. <laughs> That's what I call my poops. <laughs> That's gross, man. So do you ever? Do it's you have, rough. Do you ever have toots at work? You just let them let them out, a little squeeze out. Nope, I am a classy gentleman. So what? What if your What if your tummy hurts because you ate some bad, some bad bad tofu? Um, let's see. If I had bad tofu, I uh, you take a walk, go outside, gotta let that breathe. I thought you were gonna say something like sarcastic, like take a walk outside and jump up in front of a fucking bus because you're an idiot if you eat tofu. So good for you. I'm glad you took the higher road there, man. You know, not everything has to be hurtful. And I, you know what? I've had tofu. It was good. Tofu is good. It is. It's so good. I don't, I mean, it's yeah, pushing it. All right. Well, Jordan, tell us your tale as we conclude our very first listener contributed clip show it's been a gas so recently i got a new job and with that job came a pretty substantial employee discount and i used it to buy a lot of popcorn and i also found out that day that i ate that entire bag of popcorn in the break room accidentally that um non-stop farting was a pretty heavy consequence to my actions um anyway so yeah i i had some non-stop farting going on and i was wondering if it was a viable excuse to leave work i did not use it to leave um, because I'm so broke that all I can afford is bags of discounted popcorn, hence all of the farts. Um, but I did feel very badly for my coworkers who were walking in and out of my farts. And I just sort of let them go quietly, and I know they smelled them. And, um, but it was all right. No one said anything, which I appreciated. Um, but yeah, I did not use it as a, as an excuse to leave work, but I did. And 
occasionally still do have non-stop farts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just find farts very hilarious. <laughs> And what better way to end a season than with a fart joke? We ended how we started. I mean, yeah, the show is basically dick and fart jokes. If you had to summarize the show in one line, it would be dick and fart jokes. I thought we were going for the intellectual, moral, high ground audience. Should we Should we try that next season? Yeah, anything's possible. Yeah. Um... Guys, holy shit, thank you for spending at least an episode with us. That that means a lot. It does. Yeah. It's been quite the journey. We finally got into double-digit downloads, so cheers to us. 11 is a wonderful thing. Hell yeah, it is. Draw those uh, two lines of Coke. We'll, uh, throw back to some episode. I don't remember. The one where you did Coke? Yep. We were Coke, Toke, and ready to smoke. Nope. Coked, Toked. Coked, coked, stoked, coked, and ready to toke. That's right. It was the 420 episode. Ah. Yeah. How quickly you forget. I know. All those drugs, man. All those drugs. Don't do them, kids. Listen to your dare officers. Uh, guys, seriously, thank you. Hit us up on Twitter at MCQuestionFace, or you can use our hashtag, hashtag QuestionMcQuestionFace25. And uh, you can get... I don't know. Get get something. Get something on on your face. Get get your question. How does that even go? Get your face on some. Go get your face on some things. Yeah, that's how I forgot. Um, do us a favor. Tell people about us. I mean, if you're not going to go on iTunes and you know do a simple five stars, at least tell tell the guy sitting next to you on the on the um, martyr right now. Be like, yo, buddy, I got this podcast. You got to check out. I know you probably don't have a cell phone, but just for one, just once, you can stick your, you can stick my little earbud in your gross fucking ear. Just don't get any ear hairs on it, cause that's, those are holy shit. Those are some long ear hose, bro. Um, yeah, maybe I'm gonna turn the other direction. Uh, tell somebody, tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's play telephone with this bitch. We'll see how it sounds at the other end. So they recommend us to the first person, and by the end of the telephone. They're listening to probably, Joe Rogan, probably or cereal, you know, cereal or shit town. Good shit town. Probably that was a good show, man. Why are you guys listening? Listen to shit town. That is a good fucking that was a good show. podcast. That was yeah. a great podcast. Um, yeah. So end of season one. Arbitrarily, twenty-five seems like a good number. We're gonna take a week off while we wait for Brandon to get back from wherever the fuck he's traveling. Um. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see you guys on the other side, Brandon. What else you got for the people? I just want to say, uh, you the real MVP. Um, I couldn't have done it without you. Not all heroes wear capes, baby. Our listeners, they're the real ones. I feel like a lot of our listeners wear capes. I've seen you wear a cape. I won't. Well, you know what? That's you know me between me and my sexual preferences. I did not realize they included capes. Have you never Was it the wo- show with the cape? Have you never worn a cape while having sex before? You I are missing say out. that I have. Have you ever worn or have you ever had sex while wearing Mickey Mouse ears? 
Nope. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? You need Sounds to, like you got messed up as a child. You need to get 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 you get the mouse in the game, man. Pull that six There's man. No mouse in this house. Pull that six man off the bench and have some fun. I'm gonna tap out. Sports analogy, slam dunk, home run, touchdown. Three points. We'll see you guys next season.